0: This episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by HelloFresh. Use the code CASUALS to get 50% off your first two boxes today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network.
1: Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
2: Good morning, Video Games, welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us for another week. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and as always
1: My name is Ben Vanell, and it's A slightly later and slightly different uh, recording time than usual. Mm.
0: But slightly earlier as well. What? Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) It's all things. Yes. Yeah, we're doing it later.
1: Time is a flat circle.
2: Oh, (laughs)
0: hell, man.
2: (laughs) That's a really cool
0: thing that's going to get less interesting in its second series
2: (laughs) that you just said. That's coming back, by the way. Like after like two years off.
1: Yeah, after they fucked it in the second season. Yeah. Oh, brother.
2: Anyway, what do you got for us?
1: Episode one, two, three uh <laughs> adam what do you see oh my god
0: a, <laughs> a, a man floundering for no reason i wasn't
1: gonna do it this episode but Why? E is still
0: just the easiest sound to rhyme yeah tree three Mate. you already use that one did Me.
1: i did i not rhyme I believe I did. He did, did a, rhyme. Yeah,
0: but if the Beatles are going like, I want to hold your, um, um, f- hand. <laughs> yeah. No, we got there in the end. We're a good band.
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> band. It did rhyme. Yes. <laughs>
1: Because the Beatles improvised everything at the start of their podcast. (laughs)
2: Yes. Can we have a suggestion? Oh, I heard the beach. Austin Powers was (laughs) (laughs) in the Beatles. (laughs) Adam Knox is here as well. Yeah, hello. Yes. Cool. Uh, It's
0: it's like the Monday before this comes out. So we're recording this a little because of time... Uh, constraints, res- restrictions. Mm. Uh, so, if there's any news that's come out during the week, mm. hey, it's a normal episode, and we've missed it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes,
2: absolutely. Yes, and uh, boy, we, you know what? Even if we weren't recording this early, we are just floundering through a m- a big old month of nothing. Yes. This We should have branded this whole, the, the, the filthy casuals month of nothing. Yeah. Well, there's something like
0: Metal Gear Survive came out and I want to play that. It doesn't seem like it's good, but I want to try it. But it's
1: it's, in it's That's an interesting story, I think. O- obviously, all the Kojima stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, it will be interesting when we've played it.
0: When it yes. shows up in the post. Yeah, yes. so
2: you've ordered it from an online retailer that what is like overseas or something. It yeah. seems like this thing is taking six to eight weeks to yeah. get it is, itself to it you. It is on
0: the back of a mule in <laughs> Tibet right now. Nice, and it will be here uh, when the crow strikes three, or some mythical when the you had a go at me,
1: (laughs) for not being able to
0: do a rhyme. That was just a sentence, man. (laughs) It's like a mythical if it would matter.
2: and same thing undone by the number three.
1: Yeah, oh yes,
2: Mm. very true. Three in the thing that you said. Three in the thing that Adam said. Three people that host right this podcast. now it's happening again hey, the third right. time it's happening <laughs> that someone is for
0: <laughs> no reason setting themselves up into a position where they can't think yeah there's not a lot of games out at the moment but uh there's a lot of people out there mm. who listen <laughs> yes. to this podcast yes who have sent us some questions and we're gonna field a couple
3: yeah
1: more than a couple Maybe three. <laughs> 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 I reckon I we might. Oh, that one.
2: We're, we're back. We've taken control over that <laughs> yes. monstrous number. Yes, broken uh, the curse. But yeah, we did a bit of uh, soliciting uh, on the Facebook page. And we also yep. had a few emails that have been sitting there just... Just clogging up that storage for yeah. a long time. I mean, so. honestly,
1: we were waiting for a day, for a rainy day when mm. we needed some material. And
2: when it rains, it pours. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it is bucketing right now. Yeah. So we'll, you know, th- this is good. We've finally got a, you know, spare block of time on the calendar. Yep. Not much going on games wise where we can answer these emails. Yes. Uh, we'll get through all of them, and then next week we'll be. Fucked again in <laughs> yes. the exact same position. Yeah, we'll with have once again nothing to talk about. N- no backup plan.
1: No either. backup.
2: Yeah. I what are we going to do next week?
0: I'll probably end up playing San Andreas by then. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I'm playing yes. Vice City at the moment, yes. and I'm going to go through those PS2. GTA games. Yeah,
1: mm. I actually before we get to the questions, I have played a game that I at least hadn't played before.
2: Oh fuck yeah!
1: It's not a new game, but mm-hmm. it is a game that I'm liking so far. Yakuza Zero. Yes, which I think we all kind of saw when it was. It's because this is a remaster kind of reboot thing to get people into the series before 6 comes out.
2: Now, I I've never played Yakuza Negative 1. So, am I still going to be able <laughs> to enjoy this? Oh.
1: <laughs> uh, you, you,
0: you, yakuza 0, and yes. I believe it's pronounced Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe it's
1: pronounced Sacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: hell yeah.
0: It um <laughs> it is a new game from last year right. or like from the year before in Japan, but uh, yeah, it's set before all the other ones. Right, right. And then they did remaster one and two. And those right, are the Kiwami okay. ones. Right. Yeah.
1: But yeah, would none of us have any experience with this series. I no, th- I, I was believe. really interested in yeah. this when
0: it came out, but it just came out when so much other shit yeah. was yeah. like yeah. this was and right around that heavy Zelda everything. T- and then Persona Five took over my life for a while. Yeah, yeah totally.
2: And then Six is coming out soon. In yes. March? Right, yeah. okay. Or yeah.
0: maybe later. I think it might have gotten delayed.
1: Right. Um,
0: So you've only got five more to get through before then.
1: Yeah, fuck. Um, You bring up Persona 5, and that is a game I thought of instantly when I started playing this because it's set in Tokyo and it's incredibly well realised. It feels like Tokyo in a way that Persona 5 didn't, or in a different way than Persona 5 did, I guess I should say. Persona 5 was kind of like this really minimal, packed-down version of Tokyo that still conveyed it Perfectly, I feel like. Yeah,
2: there's big, kind of like ends of streets that you just physically cannot go down. Totally. Which I, look, for anyone who hasn't been there, not to out myself as a real jet setter here, yes. that's not the case in the real Tokyo. <laughs> yes. If you see a street, you can just walk down it. Wow, now yeah. that yeah. is a
0: sort of local knowledge that you <laughs> only get from someone who's truly been to a place. You can read all the books you want.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to pull you up on that. Some of them were no through roads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can still
2: walk down there. <laughs> That's true. you just
1: button up against
0: a brick yeah, wall. you're not
2: blocked by an invisible hand. <laughs> That's true. Or That's a cat true. going, go the other way instead. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> let's go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's three in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah
1: but that road's pretty long. Yeah. Fucking let's go to sleep. And you worked for three hours at that florist.
2: Yeah. right? <laughs> you and must be bushed. And to be fair, we're going to take on a bad guy in about a week and a half time. So <laughs> yes. probably good for you to get some sleep while yes. you can. Have a
0: bit of rest. <laughs> Put this dumb contraption on your face and you'll be able to eventually...
2: Nah, ah. time for some rest. And oh, by the way, in your dreams, you get you get fucking harassed by this weird goblin cunt who's yes. <laughs> like got you locked in a cell. Why yeah. are you so tired all the time? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Yakuza Zero as well, though, like Persona 5 set, modern day. Yakuza Zero, 80s Japan. Yeah. Which is fucking cool ass Japan as At
2: well. I believe well. that's yeah. when you and I first went. Yeah, yes. <laughs>
0: it feels like
1: long ago now. Mm-hmm. But no, Tok- uh, Tokyo in, in Yakuza Zero is much more realistic. It's it's bigger scale. You can look down the streets and you can see. It's not, like, stylized in, like, the visual way that Persona 5 was either. It's almost, you know, a realistic depiction. Right. And it's fucking great. I'm only, like, an hour or two in. Like, I've just played the start, the prologue, and... I'm starting to get more abilities and I'm still, I think, in the tutorial phase. Right. Yeah. But mm, mama Mia, I'm loving it. Like, it's so cool. It has this great <laughs> over the... That t- famous
0: <laughs> Japanese phrase.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Mamma Mia. Well, I
0: guess it is. Mario is the most yeah. famous Mamma Mia person. Yeah, <laughs>
2: oh, that's a good point. So, is Italian culture now Japanese culture? by yeah. virtue of the fact that one of their most famous characters is an Italian, yes, does Italy only exist within the mind of Japan? They Ooh. both have
0: similar shapes, the countries, sort <laughs> of.
2: <laughs> yes, you're they right. Do. You they are
0: are right. They're the yeah. long sort of curve.
1: Yes, yes. The, Japan, the second boot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two shoes. It's a big guy squatting over the world. <laughs> <laughs> God, I believe he's called. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Japan and Italy famously allied. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Axis, but anyway, uh, the, it depends on your perspective. The thing I like about
0: uh, this as well, just purely in the title, I fucking love a thing called Zero. Yes, yeah, yes. As a as a prologue, yes. Uh, that that's really cool to me. And so you don't need any context from the rest of the games for this one. No, not at all. Not at words all. Before him.
1: Yeah, yeah. It would be strange if you
3: did. So what do you
0: what? Are, what's the sort of setup of the story that you've seen?
1: You're a dude who's in the. Yakuza. <laughs> Yakuza.
3: <laughs> Your <laughs>
1: name is not zero. You have a name. It's a Japanese name. Yeah. Not Italian. It's not Mario, okay? Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're like a middle tier guy in, in the Japanese mafia. And you're also working on the side for some Lone Shark guys. And you're like doing their heavy work. And you beat up a guy. And then you find out the guy, he dead. And you've been framed. Oh. And so all your upper level guys are like kind of, you know, getting down on you and you're like, bro, I didn't do it. I don't know what's going on. Mm. And so you're clearly getting involved in these, some kind of political machination within the Japanese mafia. Right. And you're also singing karaoke. Right. Beating people up on the street. And there's like a crazy old guy who's trying to get you to like fight in some underground boxing ring. And you're, yeah, doing a whole bunch of different stuff already and it's all really fun. Like is it's it, just—is
2: it linear? Like, are you doing all these things in a set order, or is it kind of open and you can like do the karaoke or the boxing, like whenever? You, do you play, be- like side questy things? Or
1: I, I believe it's going to open up. I believe that is the 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 gameplay um, loop of this game is like you'll try a bunch of stuff and mm-hmm. then it'll all open up and you can do it in whatever right. order you like. Sort right. of but like Persona, I guess. It's
0: not like. Grand Theft Auto style massive city though walk anywhere it's more segmented than that I, I think.
1: believe so and again I'm still just at the start yeah. and it has been very much like follow this guy while the story unfolds around you and you get to do some things like yeah the karaoke bits like with your mate who's kind of talking to you about this stuff that's going on that's relevant to the story
2: (laughs) boring (laughs) let's go do some karaoke yeah (laughs) but it also
1: it feels like it's going to be that kind of game like you're going to be doing this story stuff and then it's like
2: boring story
1: let's go and fucking do some weird Weird mini game kind of thing yeah cool which is i believe what is what is yeah what the rest of the games are like as well
2: it sounds yeah i've seen i've sort of been aware of this uh, series for a while I think yeah probably when this one came out mm. made me kind of look up the series and go fuck this looks really cool why have I never played this before but totally. like exactly what you were saying Adam it uh, mm. it just was it was impossible to fit anything in yeah. and yeah we were talking about maybe doing he's a bit of a behind the curtain glimpse <laughs> oh, yes. uh, we were going to do this a bit later in the week we right. thought we might be able to do this a bit later in the week. I yeah. was planning to grab this tomorrow yeah, to yeah. play before the next time we record, which I will still do, but yeah. yeah, okay.
0: I'm going to win the lottery one day. If we're just talking about things that we haven't done, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast <laughs> can be anything. I, but uh, yeah, I want to play this as well. I yeah. really want to have find the time to... Because yeah, it seems like something where they're all big games, yeah. long games, and they're all like the sort of thing where I want to dedicate a bit of time to it totally going into it so yeah i want to and,
2: and they seem pretty easy to drop in and out of possibly like i yeah. get the impression from talking to you about it that it's pretty arcadey a little bit yes It is, sense and yeah
1: and maybe again it is because it's early on and it is kind of segmented because yep. it's teaching you all the mechanics of the game yeah but uh i think so i think that's the case it has a really fun kind of sense of humor to it as mm-hmm. well and and kind of a just a fun feeling. Like, the music in it's all like this over-the-top, like do 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 like rock and roll, yeah. like Tekken, you know, like intro yeah. scene kind of music. It's all very over-the-top, but I do feel like it has a sense of self-awareness about it. Okay, cool. Uh, and, yeah, it just seems really lighthearted and silly, and it has this kind of um, infernal affairs, you know, like departed, silly, kind of convoluted mafia story at the same time. Yeah, great.
2: So I, I really I love that kind yeah. of stuff. It sounds like... It sounds like it's touching on, both gameplay-wise and style-wise, similar sort of stuff to Sleeping Dogs, almost?
1: Yes. The combat is a little bit old-fashioned. It's it's not your Sleeping Dogs, Arkham-style, you know, hit-hit co- uh, counter kind of thing. Yeah. It's a little bit more old-fashioned. It's more like an actual old school beat 'em up Right. But... I'm okay with
2: it so yeah. far. So everything it's not else like combos, still. it's just like button mash. It is com- it's com—it's combos and
1: maybe dodges and stuff. It's just not as sophisticated. Right. It's not this, that style that is so... It's all the same now, that yeah. style, the, the that Batman, Arkham. Yeah, yeah, the Batman, yeah. Yeah, the Arkham series. It's just a little bit different. Um, so I'm coming to grips with that, but I, I'm still enjoying it. And yeah, I, I'm just pumped to play more of it.
2: Here's something I've been meaning to ask you that I don't know if I ever did. You oh, went to Hong we Kong last year. I did. And having played Sleeping Dogs. Yes. Did you find it to be really <laughs> Did you bash anyone in there with your car door? <laughs> yeah. Were there any dogs that were yeah. asleep on did, the street? Did you become a filthy double agent where you were <laughs> yeah. in the mafia and also... Was
1: my storyline kind of shit? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but did you... Because that was a thing I remember reading about that game at the at the time. Like, mm. oh, it's, pretty, it's a pretty spot-on portrayal of Hong Kong. And... Playing that game is what's made me want to go to Hong Kong. Yeah. So did you? Yeah. Is it? Is it? Do you think it? Do you consider it to be a good representation?
1: I absolutely do. In right. the same way that we would probably think Persona yeah. is is spiritually and and uh, more abstractly a good version of Tokyo. Yeah. This was, but it also was more specific. It was more like the Yakuza version of Tokyo. Sleeping Dogs as Hong Kong was like. Pretty realistic, pretty yeah. dead on, mm. had the same kind of, like, l- geography and landscape and and the buildings and all that kind of stuff as yeah, well. Yeah,
2: that was definitely my favourite thing about that game, like, walking through the markets and stuff where you d- just, I don't know, something about it, just even without having been there, like, you can just tell, just has this feeling of, like... This feels real. Like yeah, this yeah. feels very specific yes. in a way that it's not just making a broad stroke. Like yep. I bet this specific market like actually exists in yeah. some form.
0: Same thing with Watchdogs Two and San Francisco. Yeah. I've right. never been yeah. To San Francisco, but it by all accounts is very like obviously not exactly the same because that would be a nightmare. Yes. It's a squished sort of evocative version of it, but it's pretty close. Yes,
1: totally, totally. Like it has. There's a bit in in Sleeping Dogs where you're like just driving down a city street, and then on the right is a temple. And yep. you can go into the temple and you learn some <laughs> like fucked up martial arts there. Yep. But that's what Hong Kong is like. You're driving down this crazy city street and there's a lush little you know garden with a temple in it. So When you want to yeah. date
2: girls, they make you go on a fucking parkour <laughs> quest yes. with them for five minutes. Yes. yes. I kind of yeah.
0: feel it sounds almost like the city itself is a character. Mm. <laughs> it's an interesting concept. <laughs> uh, there's some other um, news stuff that did actually happen since the last episode as well. Speaking of long-ass Japanese games. Yes. Uh, Final Fantasy 15, which we all liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is, so there's a new version of it out that's just got all the DLC called the Royal Edition. Right. And then there's a PC version that's called Final Fantasy 15 Windows Edition. <laughs> oh, great. Which is a really fucking silly name, but <laughs> I love it. Great. Uh, with that, if you buy it on Steam, you get a little Half-Life costume, Gordon Freeman's oh, yeah, I saw that. suit, yeah. which is fucking rad. Yep. And I kind of, it makes me want to get that, but I'm yeah. not going to, but... The Yeah, the Royal Edition has all the DLC and they've said that they're doing another series of DLC things. Yes. Another four of them in the same vein as the, as the ones that have already happened, which none of us have played any of. No. Yeah. And I, I, I like this just makes me go, oh, I'm going to wait another year right, and then play through that game again in another year probably. Yes. Yeah,
2: crazy that stuff's still coming out for it, right? Because it was end of 2016. It yeah. was like mm. November 2016, yeah. And yeah. so
0: then that season passed, they saw With It had those three ones that focused on each of your... Buddies yep. Yep. expanded their stories, and these are four more of a similar thing. But about the first one's about Arden, yep. who was the villain. Yep. There's probably one about Luna. Yep. He's like teased at that, and then two others yeah. about
1: uh, you know the, the garage girl, the car,
0: <laughs> and the
3: car. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Uh,
0: uh, and
2: yeah. people into the, do, you, do you have any idea like the peop- was the DLC that's out? Has it been well received?
0: So I think it' pretty much exactly the same as the original game. Where some people are like, yeah, this is great. And some people are like, this is the worst shit I've ever seen. You know, right. like, it was a pretty divisive game. And I don't think any of it has really done anything to address a, a lot of what people had issues with. Yeah. Right. Including the pacing of it, because all of these are separate. Yeah. I think yeah. you just go into them from the menu. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, I, I want to go through them all, but it, there's something about not having all of them there that makes me want to hold off on it.
2: Yeah. So these all kind of, they sort of take place off in... Separate places and they're kind so of so
0: during the story, but like you know, like during the story, you you get separated from your buddies yep. at some point. Yeah. It's that that, right. that is it's the one that exists. On. and then there's also yeah. a multiplayer thing, right. which I'm not really sure how that works. It's all really interesting. I want to play it, but I d- I, d- I don't want to have to go back to that game three times. Yeah, going yes. back through it a second time, I will do, but I'm not playing it three times. Yes. Yeah. So speaking of
2: yes, yeah, speaking of uh, DLC, like the we talked about it when it came out but the zelda dlc mm. i played it for this and then i have not gone back to it like i really like what you're saying where it's like off while this other stuff is happening mm. that's kind of like some version of that is really what i was hoping that would be like right. i know we got new shrines and a new dungeon and everything but yeah, like I, I,
0: I don't know. It was good. It was just it was the same stuff. I think. Yeah, like we said at the at the time as well. That the thing about that game was finding new the things. discovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that DLC didn't really do anything. And to I had to really built yeah. myself
2: up to think that like it was gonna maybe like take place like before like the like you were gonna go back and so see this right. world in a different context yeah, or sure. maybe you would play as you know one of the champions or four of the champions. Like I, r- I really thought it was gonna be a, a lot more like, yeah, have a lot more going on and really right. take place separate to what this world is uh, other than just, like, add a couple things in. But yeah, I think I'm, I don't know, I'm starting to... I kind of have this thing where, like, if if you like something, like, you have to go in on the DLC and you're sort of, like, letting yourself down if you've, like, gotten it and, like, not... If right. you've devoted a lot of time to the full game, you're sort of, you know, you're shortchanging yourself by not committing a good deal of time to the DLC. Yeah. And I think I'm starting to realise, like... I don't know it's just I find it very hard to go back to even yeah. if it's good and fun and he's still doing a lot of the same stuff that was fun once I've finished it and kind of put it away mentally it's just kind of hard to go back to like I completely,
0: completely agree yeah. Yeah. Mario and Rabbids I haven't even touch that, yeah. The Mario thing, I refuse to put that fucking <laughs> yeah. cartridge in the switch, yeah. yeah. Same.
1: <laughs> we haven't talked about that yet, really. The balloon stuff, right? Have any of us played it? No, no but we've seen yeah. the reactions, and the reactions are pretty much
0: all negative. Well, and uh, my reaction is to not care at all, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like yes. uh, all of our reactions is, I can't be bothered playing this part of this game that we all loved, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, I don't know, it just doesn't seem, it, um, yeah.
2: I mean, it's it's even like it's weird that it being getting a bad response. Is barely even a story because like no one gave a fuck about it to begin. It got announced yes. and people were like, "Oh, what? Whatever." Like, yeah. Yeah. I guess if you were getting it new and that was in there, it's like, okay, that's that's okay, that's cool that that's in there. Yeah, but it's not something that's gonna like drive you to go back and turn it back on again and totally. sink hours into.
1: I, I think people are just like, look, let me love the game. I don't yeah. want to have to worry about this thing that. Seems disappointing. I'm yeah. not even going to address it. Just
2: a weird thing where it's like something that just should have been. It's in problematic. There in the first place. It's a yeah. problematic thing about <laughs> Mario. Yes. And you know what?
0: I can separate the art from the second part of the art that comes along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I
1: mean, like, I would have just preferred a big, cool costume pack or
0: something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, or fucking
1: more levels, motherfucker. I mean, yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I should say, you said we all loved it. I didn't love it. Yeah. Oh, right. That's true. But I liked it. But and, you and, and I would have loved some kind of more substantial yeah. thing to play. I guess yeah. at
0: the same time, you can say this about literally every game, almost. So it's, it's a hard yeah. thing. Like Far Cry 5, they announced that DLC, and uh, I don't think we talked about that. There's a Vietnam thing, a right. thing where you go to Mars, and then Far Cry 3. Right, yeah. uh, so that's pretty good. Vietnam, Ma- like, make it just a completely separate thing. Yeah. yeah, almost like two Far Cry mini games. I mean, you yeah. mentioned that, you're getting. that Mar- sounds cool. Yeah. You mentioned
2: Mario Rabbids before. I'm ex- I'm looking forward to the next one of that, which is a new world and Donkey Kong being a character. Oh in right. yeah, because yeah. it's like this is what I'm talking about. Okay, hopefully it it it'll feel like. Brand new, I don't feel like I'm just retreading the thing that I'm already finished. It's like sure. a whole new level, a different kind of character to get the grips of. But who knows, Maybe that That's probably the test of whether I'm just fundamentally never going to be into DLC. You know like if like I start, like start that and can't be fucked with it, then that'll be the lesson learned to not bother with this anymore.
0: Yeah. Something I haven't really thought about before that's just kind of struck me is I really hate playing 80% of a game, dropping it for four months and going back to try and finish that 20%. Yes. I yes. can't yes. do that. And that is what even good de- DLC tends to feel Absolutely. like. Yes, you're right. Yeah, I've got maybe yeah.
2: four things sitting there where yeah, I I I have this thing where if I've enjoyed something, I feel like I've got I owe it to myself and to the product to have finished all of it. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it's like it's fine to go. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed this. I just got busy and fell off with it. But what I enjoyed was still really, really good. But yeah, yeah once I've taken a break from something, it is, even if it's like, yeah, you're like, I want to finish this. I'm so close to the end. Yeah. Fuck, it's hard to, it's so hard to make yourself come back around to it, especially when there's new stuff kind of, uh, you know there to steal your attention as well yes yeah totally i suppose the
0: exception to that would be like the telltale games and things that are episodic like that yes that's a better model for doing this sort of thing i suppose and
1: i think it's probably because they're built purpose built to be episodic so that each episode does contain a full arc of a of a sort so you have a sense of satisfaction and completion but because they're so short you do still want to keep playing them when they come out and it's Mm -hmm. not
0: like with them that by the sixth one, you'll have forgotten mechanics from the first one because they're so simple totally. to play. Like, that's part of the problem. Is like this Mario and Rabbits DLC, I assume, will be increasing the difficulty above where it was right. by the end of the fourth level. Yes. So then the fifth one, I haven't played it in months. Yeah. I don't remember the ins and outs of this. So I'm worse at the game now. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm coming back to it with you giving me the hardest thing you've made where I'm at 50% of my capacity. Right. Yeah.
3: As
2: so the then, form. what's your ideal. DLC. Like a sequel. Th- yeah. Think, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Yes. Yes. yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like, I I, can commit to a long game and I can play it all the way through and I can mm. finish it if I like it. But I'm also liking the pacing and the completion of the story and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, d- I don't tend to go in for DLC, even if I've heard it's great.
2: My I'm waiting yeah. for the sequel. It's uh, Mine's, like I said, a whole new area or at the very least, if it's not going to be that, just a big bunch of like optional cosmetic changes that are gonna like make it look and feel Mm. different enough so that when you boot it up again it's like oh okay I'm gonna fuck around with this for another half hour and it's like, oh this okay it looks different like this. Yeah.
0: And you know what it is different every time I've played a game when I've gotten like the game of the year edition or whatever and played that first the DLC being in there is sick because like, oh, the game is just big Yes, enough. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It, it coming to something later is probably the way to do it. Yep. Uh, and is the way I would do it probably still if it weren't for doing this podcast? Yeah. Right. No, I, I agree. I like if, yep. if there's going to be more something, I, I wouldn't have played Final Fantasy 15 yet. I wouldn't yeah. have played yeah. Resident Evil 7 when I did. You know, everything yeah. where it's like, there's definitely this DLC coming. Yeah. I would hold off on it. And it's I, interesting I, yeah.
2: because DLC is set up to avoid the problem of people on selling these games. At, but then it also, like you said, makes a compelling point for the opposite of that. Like <laughs> yeah, they must yeah. see it actually negatively affects the sales. And when it first comes out, like you can have a heap of people wait until a year down the track, waiting yeah.
0: until there's this cheaper version of the game with yeah, everything. With in everything, in it. yeah, yeah.
1: I, I also wonder. Well, I know for a fact our perspective is skewed, obviously, because of what we do. and we're f- fucking lunatics. Yeah, <laughs> and, and because we are of the age and like lifestyle where we have disposable income, yeah. we, we spend a lot of it on games. There's got to be this great scenario where you're maybe a kid or you're someone who just doesn't have the money or maybe the time to play a lot of new games, but you got a game that you love mm. and you played it all the way through and then a year later you're like, fuck, 20 more dollars, and I get to play another three hours of this game I loved. Perfect.
0: And then I think, yeah. people, like, if I was in the position, if I was, you know, 13, yes, and didn't have any money, didn't have a job, no uh, pubes, yeah. So <laughs> if I was basically the same as me now, but 15 <laughs> years ago, like, it, that's where stuff like PUBG and Counter Strike and all these multiplayer games come in, where you've got an infinite amount amma- and and. League of Legends and whatever. Right, yeah. that That is probably more appealing because that, that sort of game didn't exist in the same way. Yeah, yeah. Then, I mean, I guess there was literally Counter-Strike. So, well, never mind. But, uh, like, what you yeah. were saying
2: about being a kid and, like, you know, it being $20 more to extend the game a bit, yep. I also think it goes the other way, where it's, like, when you're that age, like, your disposable income is at a premium. So uh, yeah, It's it would like, fuck you, I'm not paying you $20 more yeah, for 3 right. I would yeah. never, sure. I would never have ended up doing any of that stuff when right. I was a kid because I just wouldn't have had the money and it would have really, yeah. really bummed me out. And, like, right. I'm really glad that... I'm glad that I grew up at the time I did in terms of, like, a lot of things and games being one of them that, right. like when you're it's like a big deal to like get given a cartridge like get a game when you get it like it, it you know you really feel the impact of it and everything and yeah you're not having and not as much stuff was coming out so yeah. you're not it's not as easy to access all the knowledge and the reviews and everything like you would read them at most you would read a magazine and then it would show up on the sh- shelf at target yep. and then that would be the thing that you would play for six months like sure. you weren't really aware of these like billion other things that were out there and you also weren't expected to spend perhaps double the amount of money over the lifespan of it to have the same experience as everyone else
1: yeah yeah i yeah. don't
0: know anyway so you can get the rest of this episode <laughs> later on <laughs> if you pay four more dollars. so
2: that kind of leads into i guess maybe one of the questions that we had uh about consoles yeah okay do you want to take the reins on this well
1: uh, does someone who's got a phone handy <laughs> want to read it? I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm literally go. the only person.
0: Speaking or not? Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Speaking I of do. us all
2: being the age where we have disposable income, Ben's phone got repossessed because he <laughs> forgot to pay his bills. <laughs> uh,
0: this this email is from uh, Morgan, uh, and it reads as follows: Hi guys, I've been listening to the show for a good six months. Da da da. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks for writing in. <laughs> um,
0: my question to you three. Is what is your all-time favorite console? They said that theirs was uh, the N64 in it because it was their first ever and it has a place. Yeah. But uh, so I get yeah. What is your all-time favorite console? Is a question from Morgan, and we thought this is interesting because like I mean I'm looking at it from the way of um, if I was on a desert island. Yeah. Okay. That because my favorite one I, I don't like. There isn't a favorite for me necessarily. There's stuff I've liked on every single console. So you have to like, like
1: intellectually like justify it. Yeah, being in a situation. I can't have
0: an emotional attachment to something. (laughs) (laughs) I have to figure it out coldly and analytically. You're right.
2: you You do have to clarify with yourself on what grounds because, yeah, like, so that's what made me remember this question was the thing of, like, growing up when we did with gaming, probably the N64 is, like, right in the sweet spot for me of being the right age and games taking this big leap and, you know, probably the most... Time before doing the show that I ever sunk into games. Right. But it's also full of games that I don't think necessarily hold up anymore. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, sure. aren't, that would not be as fun to play now the as they were back then. The yeah.
0: 64 is a weird... And was weird at the time, I remember, because it had like 10 t- to 15 fucking amazing games yeah. on it. And then everything else was kind of... Like,
2: f- fine. Yeah, there was a lot of third-party stuff that was like okay at best but again like it being of an era where you don't you know you're not on the internet you're not seeing all the reviews and yeah. it's like you sort of your standards are a little different when you're younger it's like oh, oh it's a cool racing game whereas yeah. you're thinking about it now objectively it's like the game was a pile of shit it why can you bad. only it drive fucking
0: beetles yeah what yeah. kind of person right. it's no adventure driving a beetle <laughs> see
2: i loved that game <laughs> yeah. i really loved that game i don't game. think i
0: ever played it actually
2: and i have no idea if it's actually any good or not but i remember renting it on a whim going oh, okay this is one of the ones i haven't played cool it's fun fun racing game and it had yeah. a silly battle mode in it but i like a lot of that stuff that i was into on that console yeah whereas the super nintendo a console that i got into like later in life i think that catalog holds up you know way better right but it's not but i don't have i don't have that same attachment to it i've just continued to like you know go back in on the classics from that yes. over more of an extended period of time yeah so i don't know if i could call it my favorite because it doesn't, yeah, it's not hitting that pleasure center in my brain when right. I think about it.
1: But, and then also, uh, what I'm taking into consideration is like, it's not the best controller that ever existed. Yeah. So, it's not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, like, yeah. Like, if you could say every game is on every console, which one would you? Think is the best, right? Just right. purely based on like aesthetics and what, it, what the controller and all that shit. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of a separate question, but I think that's interesting. Totally,
1: I think I'm just trying to balance the it all mine would my be head. the Nintendo 64, <laughs> <laughs>
0: just the dumbest, goofiest controller. Yeah, I was holding one of them the other day, oh and boy. man, they like they're a lot smaller than they were when my hands were child's <laughs> hands. <laughs> <laughs> but it's in to, <laughs> to the point where yeah. it's really uncomfortable, and just the idea of separating. The joystick and the D-pad and, it, like, those three prongs.
1: Yeah.
2: Even at the time of being, you know, impressionable and it being, like, a futuristic thing. Yeah. Even then I remember being like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> They've made it something for an octopus now.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. About time they had it Because I, I had a PS1 and I, I, I admit even at the time, like, not many of my friends had PlayStations and so it wasn't as fun in that way. People weren't coming around being like, oh, let's all get together and play Tekken 2, like... Everyone wanted to go to the person's house that had the N64. Having the four controller
0: ports at the time as well was
1: awesome. Totally. That
2: was the big, yeah.
1: And so uh, I loved my PlayStation and I played it all the time. I fucking like just wore it down like I played it so much. Yep. And then I would go to someone's place with an N64 and everyone was like, fuck yeah, Smash Bros and I would pick up a controller, I'd be like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I can barely (laughs) play this console. Well, then
0: get out of here. Leave my sleep (laughs) over there, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: And I'd I'd be like, I'm not very good at these games because I can't play this damn controller.
2: Well, it might sound stupid that I only just worked this out, but the earth is flat. (laughs) It's it's just a big bed hedge. Like, they they go, okay, we're going to have this 360 stick, but what if all that anyone else makes on it is platformers and right. stuff that needs the D pad. Yeah. What if what if Mario sixty four ends up being the only game that uses this? Right. So we'd better play it safe and uh, just still have that there which yep. now the D-pad is we were talking about this recently just often relegated to scrolling through items like it's yep. very, very very rarely ever used for yeah. control but I think they just maybe got spooked and thought oh. Do you know what's
0: funny with that controller though that Sega Saturn had had a controller with an analogue stick on it before the
1: 64
0: oh, yeah, Right, you're right. And they d- It looked the same as a Dreamcast one basically Yeah you're right Where the stick was up the top and then you had the D-pad if you move your thumb a little bit south
1: Yeah that's right And I mean Sony hedged their bets even more because they didn't have it D-pad. I mean, sorry, they didn't have an analog stick initially on the PlayStation. It was just a D-pad. The analog controller was this big thing that came out much later on, and was like you had to buy a new fucking controller when it came out. I didn't realize
0: this, and I uh, found it out the other. They did an analog controller, and then the DualShock one. So the analog, they did an analog one that was the same thing, but with concave sticks. And no vibration. Right, right,
1: right, that right. That was only
0: around for like three months. And then they went, oh, wait, what if <laughs> this thing could get you off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then I, That's the best controller that's ever been made to my mind. Totally. The, the, for, through the PS1, 2, and 3. Yep. That same controller. I don't like the PS4 controller anywhere near as much. See,
1: I don't see a difference at all. It it's 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 curvier. I know, I know um, it is
0: slightly different. The sticks are p- placed differently. I don't like the uh, R two and L two. The touchpad thing is cool, and nothing ever uses it. Right, uh, that's a shame. But I, yeah, it's fine. But
2: yeah, I I'm with you, Ben. I don't see a difference, and yeah. I I've just I've never liked the PlayStation controllers. I've right. always found them like I'm sure we've talked about this before, but I've always found them like way too angular, like just right. a bit too just missing that little kind of comfort of the grip. I think the Xbox ones have always been really good. Right. I think the, Dream, that, the Dreamcast one was great.
0: That original fucking Xbox controller... I liked it. right? That huge bastard. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You could right. club someone to death with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could club someone to death with anything if you try hard <laughs> enough. But, that one, like, but yeah, the, the 360 controller was fucking great. Right. And still is. That's a good one to plug into a computer to I use. S- right. I still
2: feel like going back and forth between the PS4 and the Switch, as mm. I do because those are the two consoles I have. It's and w- Again, we talked about this recently, but the, the, the interface of the Switch and the controller, yeah. it's like... I don't know, like, it used to be a lot better, but, man, what they have done to, like, the home screen and everything of the PS4, I kind of hate turning it on now. Yeah, Like, it actively <laughs> stops me from playing games. Cause I'm like, i got to wade through that fucking menu. Yeah. I hate the music. I, it's, like, it's cluttered. Like Try
0: having an Xbox One. Yeah, even right.
1: It, the Xbox One has a
0: fucking mess of a... Of a it's opening screen it's
1: really strange to me as someone who's like been a designer or in like interested in design for like you know my entire life what's your favorite font prove it name the best five fonts uh futura yeah uh i was always a big helvetica fan yep. Okay. um i like roboto okay <laughs> uh open sans is a really good one it's the, one of the google fonts yeah uh it's like a cleaner better version of ariel uh, and you wanted a fifth, didn't you? Yeah. You sure did. Fuck. Wingdings. Uh, ba- uh, Babus New. Babus New? Yeah. Huh. No Look
2: Times up. New Roman, no love for the classics. No. <laughs> this guy hates books. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm sans serif only. Thank oh, you very much. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, but uh, um, what was my point? I'm sans
0: serif.
1: <laughs> 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 Your point was that, yeah, it's... Crazy how they fuck it, like well, like. There's been great user uh, interface design for like fifty years, yeah. and yet consoles have always fucked it. Yeah, like, until the Switch. The I Switch, love the and Switch, and
2: especially Nintendo coming out of two consoles in a row where the home screen was like a fucking like purgatory thing, <laughs> yes. where it was just all these like little weird me characters roaming around, going, "Please free us <laughs> from this prison." Yes. So yes. what I have to hover the. I have to hover the thing over one of their heads and then the game comes up. Like, yeah. they did this for two consoles in a row and then went, guys, we all know this is fucked. Yeah, and it's like pretty cool
0: that sometimes you'll see, like, a Snoop Dogg that someone made <laughs> walk across your screen, but we have yeah. to change.
2: But, yeah, this one is great, and I really hope they... Because the PS4 one, when I first got it, it was fine. Like, it, it right. wasn't bad. Right. And they just, I don't know, they divvied up. They sort of changed where stuff... Especially settings. If you go to look for any kind of settings yeah. thing in there, there's like four different like places you have to go to change settings and stuff, and it just became mm. so cluttered and overwhelming. Like, yep. I, I I really think it's just a product of time that ends up making it worse. And sure, I hope the Switch just still keeps that main front page as. Just a row of games on a simple background. I know what it is
0: for the Xbox One as well as partly them having a fight between design and advertising space. Right. Yeah, right. It's not necessarily ads as in, like, fucking Paul Rudd's in a new movie or whatever. There is a bit of that. There is, yeah, yeah. But it's, like, Xbox gold you can get. Hello. Yes. And it's... You went, once you figure it out, it's totally fine. Right. But I remember, especially initially, the Xbox One was uh, baffling to me. I
1: think that uh, it might be in America, like the American versions of the PlayStation interface. It has much more of that as well. Right. I think we might escape it, maybe because we don't have the same...
0: NFL and whatever. There's sure, a lot more of that yeah. sort of... like We don't have the same... Uh, subscription based services sure the same corporations buying into the interface
1: the interface of the ps4 has gotten worse over time because the software is kind of constantly updating yeah the machine can't keep up with it it's getting clunky as well
2: i I hate the sound design too yeah like i hate the little background music i hate the The ps3 when it turns on yeah very very similar it
0: was so fucking pretentious the ps3 (laughs) to turn on and be like String quartets, yeah. yeah, the yeah. most important fucking video game <laughs> thing it's ever been made. Like, yeah. oh, that that always bothered me. In the cross media bar, I remember when it came yes. out, yeah. right. they were very like, ah, yeah, look at what we've invented. And I was like, oh, yeah, give us a, just a list. Yes, a list is always easier.
2: Whereas the Switch is like the the sound design of that, like it's it's very. It's kind of like Apple via it's Nintendo. Totally like it's I yeah. don't know whether that's deliberately by design or not. Like, let's cop... Like, this, let's kind of... So many people have this thing and the people who have it love it. Let's kind of tap into that I, I psychology and make it feel the same. But it just feels... It feels clean and it feels quick and it feels yeah. snappy. Whereas, like, all of the sound design of the PS4 one is like these sounds that are just... You know what I mean? They're a bit more drawn out. It just... It feels sluggish to get it, into things. I like think
1: that every console apart from the Switch... And the other Nintendo ones, they have different problems, but they all have the Mountain Dew and Doritos gamer version of, like, an interface. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not elegant or anything at all. To
0: some extent. I think part of something that's fucked with it for the modern ones is profiles, having that right. to be signed into that. For the yeah. 360, at least, that was... Uh, often a hassle right of like hey you're not signed in so fuck yeah. off yeah that's still yeah it still does happen here but they've gotten better with the switch especially just going like hey who's playing every time oh yeah. the switch that's uh, smart
1: totally i i was yeah it's I was and say it doesn't
0: take fucking forever to log you
1: in yeah the ps4 has it the switch doesn't the switch is perfect i feel mm. like yeah. yeah
2: so to go to to go back to the question of what your favorite console would be if we were doing this in let's say if we were answering this in, say, four or five years' time, yeah. and if the Switch has continued to release, uh, has continued the momentum that it currently has... That it h- had in 2017. That, sorry, yes. that it had in <laughs> yeah. 2017, yeah. and th- and I continued to travel as much as I did in 2017, right. then easily my answer would be the Switch. Right. Like, in the one year and the way that, like, it just fit in so perfectly to my life and... The number of things coming out on it that I've absolutely loved, like if that maintains there'll be a very strong case for that to be for yeah for that to be my all time yeah. favorite yeah um but as it is, I probably am still i'm i'm gonna base it on i'm gonna base my answer on like. Personal attachment and fond memories, and say the sixty-four. Yeah, would okay. rank as my favorite,
1: and you as well, Knox. Uh, uh,
0: if the switch uh, keeps going in the way it will, then I'm similar in that I would say in five years my favorite console will probably be the Sega Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, I don't know. No, for me it's like uh, I think I have to base it on yeah that idea of being on a desert island and what library of games would I want? Yeah, from that point of view, it would be either a Game Boy Advance. Okay. Because b- including having all the Game Boy games on it, I used to fucking yeah, love that thing. Right, uh, Or a PS2, probably. I think the PS2 yeah, okay. is... Uh, even if you take it for the context of when they came out and where, like the time when they were released, I think the PS2 was fucking crazy. Yeah. When it first released, it looked incredible, and then it had probably the best library of games brought out for it over its lifetime. Right. Uh, I, th- I think it'd be that. Yeah, Okay. But uh, in, but I'm not emotionally attached to it though, so that's weird. Uh, like if yeah. I was, yeah.
2: I mean, you saying the Game Boy Advance maybe. A, a, some form of Game Boy would be mine because it's like, but yeah, being a little kid and going on long car trips Th- yeah. and that's like prob-
0: that's the emotional answer for me. Is right? Yeah. That's either a Game Boy or a Color in Advance, one of the s- series of them. Right? Uh, it's a very emotional answer <laughs> <laughs> to say the words Game Boy. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's my uh, imagine if this was called like the Game Boy Super or whatever, the Switch. Oh, yeah. they're still calling things Game Boys.
2: Yeah, I kind of wish they'd brought it back yeah. and just tethered the Ultra Switch Game to Ultra Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I um. What do you got? My
1: emotional pick is probably the. Oh, you're NES. short-circuiting. <laughs> 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 uh, f- uh, how do I express? <laughs> I think it's the NES. It's the the first yeah. console I played the shit out of it. Yeah. Like played it over the next generation because we didn't get a SNES or yep. the equivalent. Um. And I still love those games. Like yeah. a lot of those games hold up and I play them still. like Super Mario 3 is maybe my favorite game. Yeah, um, and it definitely holds up today. It's an incredible platformer. yeah. but I think I have to say the PS4 because it's got a massive library of games, and mm. I love a lot of them. I own like a hundred PS4 games. And I fucking love a lot of them. It's
2: it's crazy to think when, like, I, I've bought a, my PS4 in the time that we've done this show. And mm. I really undernaught about it. Like, oh, And it's crazy to think that it was ever a consideration that there yep. was a time where I didn't have one. Because, yeah, yeah, I was actually thinking about this question today and, like, thinking, yeah, fuck, there's actually a good case to be made for maybe it is the PS4. Because yeah. I play a bunch of stuff on it and some fucking massive stuff on there
1: and i i I really do like the controller i am okay with the evolution between the third one and the fourth one i've always loved those the most it's really difficult though because i love the pro controller for the switch and i love the interface for the switch and i love a lot of games on it it's just that i i know there's literally like 104 games on the playstation 4 that i love and i like the hardware it works well it's a good media center i like the controller yeah it's almost like it just averages out to being my favourite.
2: Yeah. If you... I mean, if you put... If you, like, factored in pure hours number of hours that the console is on. Yeah. PS4 would be mine because it's what I watch Netflix and stand on. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. But it also, yeah, having that all in the one place in your thing, like I sold my Apple TV about a year ago. So I was like, I have no reason to ever turn this on now because I just do all this stuff through the PlayStation. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, NES is my emotional pick. PS4, I think right now is just my overall pick. But, yeah, same as you guys. If the Switch has a great library in five years then far and away it's going to be my favourite.
2: And baby, if that virtual console comes out, that's your Desert Island bad boy right there. But I'm going to say
0: right now, I am willing to take a bet that the Switch will not be any of our favourites in those five years. Like There's just something in the water, I I mean in the air. <laughs> <laughs> there's something on the horizon that just i'm really feeling crook yes me too about me too. it um i will say the xbox one has the best controller out of the modern consoles for me better than the well. pro controller yeah wow I okay think it's it's the the best out of them nice. i want to get one of them elite boys Ooh, uh, shit, yeah. and also the best console is having a pc <laughs> if you're on an island, that is the one you would get.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, then you can get on your PC and fucking try and find a way to get off that island. <laughs>
0: yeah. I will be able to Google it. Yeah. Can you Google something on your PS4? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Not. I mean, it'll take you about an hour. Yeah. But it can be done. Uh, so we had another email here. Talking from
0: about nostalgia and shit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh,
2: from Marcel, the evolution of games, the sort of game you would design keeps coming up on conversation. But what you haven't seemed to talk about is what you imagined games to be. Is what you imagined games to be by now when you were a kid, right? Like I was expected much more. I, I expected much more <laughs> open. Fuck me. To be is this, this me this having email a stroke?
0: Is written perfectly and to, No, this is this, it's a confusing sentence. Yeah, uh. like yeah, I was like expected he, much. It's like, like he woke
2: up from a dream and just quickly had to like <laughs> yeah. race this out. But also, I like I got distracted because he said what you haven't seemed to talk about. Pay right. a bit more attention, <laughs> yeah, Marcel. No, maybe he's
0: saying like there's probably some subtext there. Oh, I think right. there's a little bit that they're saying, but they're not saying. Right. To read between the lines.
2: <laughs> uh, I expected much more immersive open worlds by now, like GTA 5 Online. But you walk down a street and you're unable to tell a player from an AI. A right. proper immersive sandbox where you can truly do anything, rather than just a game that tells you you can do anything but can actually do five things. Right. So what did you imagine games to be like in 2018 when you were 10 years old? I was 10 years old in 1996.
1: Oh, in 1996 I was nine years old. And mm-hmm. when
0: I was 10 years old, I <laughs> was in 1999. Okay, yeah. let's
2: make the question, what did you imagine games to be like in 1996? So, Knox, <laughs> yeah. you, you're going to have to go back to being three, buddy. Yeah. Uh, no, six. <laughs> Seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's make it eight. <laughs> I'm gonna be ten. I'm gonna be in ninety nine. Okay. okay, the millennium is on the horizon. Yes. Uh, what's happened? Well, I that I had that same thing about like it'll be a wa- Like it seemed for a while that the ultimate end goal of video games was to simulate the world perfectly or something yes, second and life
1: came along and didn't yeah. do it properly <laughs>
0: like it simulated a better world than we could ever have dreamed of <laughs> yeah. imagine if you could fuck a fox and get away with yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that, that idea has gotten less and less appealing to me over time of having right. this mecha- the, this like majora's mask yep. was a thing at the time i remember going like yep this is a direction shit should be going in. Everyone has a schedule. Yeah, Everyone's uh, moving right. around during the day, doing their own thing, whether you're there or not. Yes. And then yeah. like Oblivion was kind of the same thing of like, yep, they're making their own decisions. And I do not give a shit about that anymore. Yeah. Right. I
2: remember being really... Uh, like it's it's weird that he sent this because I, I can distinctly remember a conversation with a friend when we were in probably... A, Grade 6 or something So like You know the 64's out And because it seemed like Stuff was advancing so quickly Yeah Feeling like Okay Like Oh There's There's gonna be a time when You'll just look at a game And it'll just look like it, It'll just be a real person Yeah How yeah How crazy is that gonna be Yeah I wonder if that'll It feels like that could happen Within the next three years Or maybe we'll never see it happen In our lifetime Right Like just you really Call not Steven knowing Spielberg <laughs> make, Get him to
0: make this happen <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, It sounds
2: great Not really knowing like where, like, how, yeah, how it was going to pan out and at what kind of time frame. Yeah. I don't remember. I think it's interesting that Marcel is saying he, at a young age, was specifically thinking about the way that the games would play and the way that the environments would be. Right. Because all I could really think about was, like, the look. And I didn't really know what that would mean for gameplay. I guess I just kind of assumed, like, maybe it'll all still be just the same, but it'll look like real life. Right. And then as I was, like, got a bit older and it started to get there I was like, oh yeah, I wonder if you'll reach a point where it's just, yeah there's no there's no interface there's no buttons there's no, which yeah, I mean, I i don't I, I don't think we will get to that point and I don't know that I want us to get to that point No, right. because
0: it's, I remember having a similar thought of like I wonder if games in the future will all be made in the same engine and, like, everyone will use the same trees and shit because they just look real. So why would you make a new one? And I remember the specific point where I changed that Thought was when Wind Waker, when I saw Wind Waker. Yeah. Oh. And that was the first thing I remember really appreciating the artistic design of it. That it right. was
2: like different, so different yeah. to everything else. I guess at Jet the Set time.
0: Radio had been before yep. that and stuff like that, but it, Wind Waker was the thing where, because Zelda was moving in that realistic direction. Yes. Right. And when it came back that way, it went, ah, oh, that's actually cooler. Yeah. Over yeah. time. I can't remember if it.
1: Nox, off the top of your head, you know when GTA 3 came out?
0: It would have been 2001.
1: Okay. So that's after I. Basically, before that came out, that was my vision of the ultimate video game, yeah. right? Uh, uh, as close to, and even at the time, like I'm not thinking this isn't quite realistic. You can't go in every building. I'm yeah. thinking, holy shit, this is a city, living, breathing it's city, bre- living and breathing people yeah. walking around. My mother's my sister. <laughs> like that's when you look back on it now. <laughs> I, yeah. know, I know, right? But it's that's the thing. Up until and during that game being. Uh, the biggest game in the world. Yeah. That was my vision of the ultimate game. And then w- once it came out, I think I expected it to get more interactive, yeah. more detailed. Not necessarily that the story was going to be better and better and more more have more depth or more creativity. Just that the worlds were going to get more interactive and more detailed. And they were... Vice City was slightly more interactive and more detailed. San Andreas, when that came out, it, it fucking was blew more, yeah. my yeah. mind. Yes, yeah that was like again was another leap. another pinnacle of gaming to me and so that was what i thought games were going to get to before it and and now i still think that's kind of my they ultimate kind of have yeah,
0: as well yeah. like assassin's it's creed origins and shit like that that you've enjoyed
1: recently yeah. is the the that the next step along that yeah. evolution and that's still kind of and i know that like Movies and and TV shows have have represented this ultimate game as, like you said, the real world. You're in it; you can't yeah. tell the difference. Between it's always it. called like
0: everything yeah. or whatever in the yeah. Yeah. dumb yeah. Black Mirror episode. And, it,
1: and again, yeah, there's no interface; you're just interacting with this virtual world. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know that that's definitely not the thing that I want. Like, I still think if if it was like the fucking Oasis in Ready Player One, maybe I'd love that. I'm still not sure because yeah. it hasn't quite got there.
2: No, I, yeah, I like I I had a feeling that like at a certain point like oh yeah, interfaces will kind of disappear and like I was saying before, but then so once stuff started to get a bit realistic looking, I was like, "Oh, this can only be around the corner." And then it it's not having and I don't think I yeah, I don't want it to happen. Like right. I think there's such a great charm in something that looks really realistic but you but is still prompting you like Hey, you got to push X now. Right, like, yeah. I don't like it. Would be, I don't know how you'd do it, like VR or whatever. Like, I yeah. just think to me at that point, you're not. I mean, we still, you know, those of us who play games or have done for a long time, like we, th- that's still pushing a button and it being a D-pad or, or, or whatever it else it is, it is, a set of buttons and prompts on the screen. That's the stuff that we remember and that's the anchor for us. Right. So if you take all of that away and it's like you've got a headset and gloves on. I think for our generation, it's like that wouldn't feel like a video game anymore. Like it wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like you still, you've always still got this like anchor that is kind of like based on something that's deep, deep, deep kind of buried in you that you've, that's been a part of, you know, your life for whatever, 20 years at this point. And you're looking
0: for chess, you're looking for ancient shit. Like it's something in the human brain, right? Because we've had them all. Like you you want a set of rules to constrict you and then to work within them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, And you know
0: what's an interesting like... Sort of middle ground between the two things we're talking about is PUBG, and I think that's part of why it's gotten so appealing, right? Is because it's very video gamey, it's yeah. very you are pointing a gun and clicking it to fire at somebody, mm. it's like the most classic style of game. It's a sup- real dopamine th- hit style thing of picking up
1: extra weapons and, and real yeah.
0: simple, like, yeah, it's simple to understand. You are pointing and clicking, yeah, at yeah, at something, uh, but it has this organic feeling to it as well because you're trying to outsmart other people right and you're trying like the way that it moves is very natural feeling and you don't it it doesn't feel like you're on a grid or digital it feels and
1: that's the thing though like you mentioned chess yeah chess is incredibly structured and mechanical but again the appeal is the mental battle that's happening totally, Yeah, the yeah. interaction between you and a real person and that's yeah you're, that's what PUBG is which yeah is another whole different and thing but then it's so
0: so intricate because it's not these you know how many chess pieces are there several and you it's <laughs> not like this very <laughs> small set of rules that chess has it's this enormous very layered set of rules that you can't predict accurately necessarily right so it, it's right. it's like this improvisational sort of thing that is is really appealing but it never feels unfair. That, yeah... You're not necessarily aware of what the rule set is... Right. ...but it's close enough to life that you can intuit it. Right. Yeah. I guess.
2: And that human element... I remember, like, the 64... Something that I was hoping would happen with games... I, like... I really liked... I liked Mario Kart. I liked GoldenEye. Like, you know, that was the first console where you could play with four people... And that was, like, a really big selling point of it... Especially, like, people of our generation. Like, that was such a huge thing. And... It, it just felt like really the only games that came out were, you know, racing games or shooting games. Yeah. Everything was kind of in a box. Then there were things like Mario Party where it's like, oh, this is really fun and different. But my hope was always like, man, I would love to just see really surprising, weird, different, like silly mechanics in these kinds of things. Yeah. And that's kind of happened a lot more even just in the last couple of years with indies where they can just go here's a simple fun idea that's for four of you to fuck around with on the couch together Like that's what i kind of really wanted like just heaps more super fun silly four-player games that was like yeah not just a racing game not just a shooting game but like something different going on that kind of took you a little while to learn or like it you know what i mean couldn't sort of super simply be summed up yeah yeah
1: you know what can be super simply summed up The sponsor for this week's episode. (laughs) Oh, well, I didn't have another point to make, so luckily I'm not annoyed that we're
0: going into this. I was just going to say very, very quickly uh, that... The thing of, yeah, I did think of that thing of everyone's in the game all at once and never predicted how much when that happened people would fuck it. Yes, by right. By like VR chat and all that sort of shit. Like people immediately, you put a bunch of people in there and they're like, let's make this the worst shit we possibly can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, speaking of worst shit, let's talk about the opposite. Yeah. Some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, some stuff we genuinely fucking love. Yeah. yeah. Uh, HelloFresh is our sponsor again this week. Uh, if you don't know what HelloFresh is, I can tell you right now. It helps solve the what's for dinner debate. By delivering delicious, fuss-free recipes with the exact pre-proportioned fresh ingredients you need to cook them from scratch. Hell yeah, my dude. You need these ingredients. You can't fucking improvise. No, you shouldn't. What are you, Anthony Bourdain? No. Yes. Oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you need it. I guidance. improvised the wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have the ingredients for that conversation. <laughs> yes. uh,
0: it, and it's fast, free and it's fresh food and it's delivered straight to your door and then you prepare it. Yes. And Which it's, it's fun to
1: do. Oh, totally. I love to cook and I hate to go grocery Not shopping <laughs> after work. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Uh, you, you've got different preferences.
0: You can do veggie preference here in Australia, whether you're pescatarian, a flexitarian, gluten or dairy-free, our classic box. What's a Flexitarian. I think it's someone who kind of like vegetarian for a month and then not. So, okay. A normal person. Yeah, yeah I think it's yeah. what it's like. Sometimes I eat vegetables,
1: sometimes I don't. Okay, It's
0: a, flexi- a normal person.
1: Now, I only eat biceps. <laughs>
0: yeah, right? flexitarian. Yeah,
1: yeah. You've guessed what it means. Do you want me to Google it? No, no, no. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just like that you took a real big stab and were like... I'm just going to say what
0: I think I, it is
2: I, I, I'm with Knox I reckon that's what it is Yeah, really You should l- back the fuck up I would, <laughs> I would never no, you keep reading the copy I'll Google it okay. Nah, no,
0: I'm Googling it Because I uh, <laughs> Flexitarian Something
2: I got a lot of shit for doing A couple of weeks ago I Interesting just, Yeah And that wasn't even during an ad <laughs> Okay, <laughs>
0: what is a flexitarian? This is on uh, Yahoo Answers, so this will be correct. Flexitarianism is a term used in the United States to describe the practice of eating mainly vegetarian food, but making occasional exceptions for social, pragmatic, cultural, or nutritional reasons. So it's a vegetarian who's a fucking pushover. It's just yeah. a normal person. You're, you're yeah.
1: flexible. That's what it is, flexitarian. You're yeah. flexible. If you do okay. that... and What we immediately said from the word. That <laughs> nah. It is.
2: If you do that and that's <laughs> how you describe yourself. Yeah. Just,
0: yeah. One of the good things about Hello Fresh, it's easy to get into arguments, as we've just <laughs> made, but this reduces it by getting rid of that What's For Dinner debate because they send you a bunch of different recipes, yes. all the ingredients, and they're all fresh, and they do taste really good. Yeah, oh we yeah. mentioned we've this last it. week.
2: They sent us a trial of this, and yep. all three of us loved it. Yes. Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, I got it sent to my parents' house, and I went down there and had, it, had one of the things with them. Nice. The two of them, really great. Uh, so whether you're a meat lover or a vegetarian... Or something in between. Oh, they're coming back around to this. There's a no busy word parent, for it. maybe <laughs> an aspiring cook. Hello Fresh have got recipes for every taste. You can I'm pick an a aspiring box. cook. The I'm aspiring wife. parent I'm <laughs> an a smiling man. Uh, pick
1: I'm at how bad that was.
0: <laughs> pick a box that works for you. Blah uh, <laughs> <laughs> blah blah. You get it. But um, no, <laughs> blah, not
2: blah it. blah blah. You get it. These people are paying us money. <laughs> yeah. This isn't an email from a beloved listener that you can just <laughs> skim over. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I uh, love the show. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Here's the code. Sign up here. <laughs> uh, they
0: saw. All the ingredients they need And deliver them pre-measured In an insulated box To make sure it's fresh If you're not in That's an Which important Which I
1: Yeah I get home Work From work <laughs> <laughs> I get home, I work, and then it shows up. No, I get home from work and I got the box. It was like sitting there all day. Mm. Get it in. It's all fresh. It's all cool.
2: And they got some little uh, cold packs in there that you can reuse, which yes. is very uh, environmentally conscious. Indeed.
0: Indeed. Uh, yeah, there's very little package. Like there's only the bare minimum amount of packaging. There's not a yep. lot of waste. Yeah. Uh, step-by-step recipe cards that will help you create a huge range of delicious dishes from around the world.
2: <laughs> oh, and did we mention this in the last ad we did for them? I, I think this is, a gr- this is one of my favourite things about... About this service yes. is that you uh, certain ingredients. They they just send you what you need. So. You know, if you look up a recipe, you go out and buy a thing that you need one tablespoon of and it just sits there and you never end up using it again uh, until you yeah. throw it out. Yeah. This cuts down on that. You we literally just get a sachet of like exactly what yeah. you need. We
1: talk about that a lot, how we end up buying a bunch of stuff and then it just starts to go to waste yeah. in the bottom of the yeah, fridge. Yeah, well, because
0: you and I both live alone yeah, yeah. separately. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I fucking hate having to buy like uh, garlic and shit. I mean, garlic doesn't really go off. No, I mushrooms.
1: F- mushrooms, spring onions, it's like like yeah. you're not going to use a whole bunch of spring onions, um, and you yeah.
2: don't. Produce is a, a real killer. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, their recipes are family friendly and been created with busy parents in mind. Yeah, take no swearing, has- <laughs> no f's and c's <laughs> in this spaghetti bolognese. Uh, yeah, they take the hassle out of meal planning, prep, and cooking, so that you spend less time planning meals and more time enjoying them.
1: You know what I particularly like? I didn't even realise until I just thought about it. The recipe cards are great. Because when you're looking up a recipe on your phone or, in, like, even on your iPad or whatever, there's a whole bunch of, like, scrolling and,
2: yes, oh, it's closing. Yes. And
1: you got to open up the thing again. Yeah. It's just really, really handy. Yeah. Well, so
0: if you want to try it, all of their recipes, uh, you can... uh, in- uh
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did Marcel write this? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: if you want to try it, HelloFresh uh, will give you 50% off your first two boxes if you use the code CASUALS. Indeed. Uh, so that's uh, pretty good. And also, you can have a flexible subscription after that. Nice. So if you want to skip a week, if you're going away, or if you just don't feel like it, you can skip, pause, or cancel your subscription yeah, any Yeah, real time. flexitarian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all of the ingredients they send are pre-measured, so there's absolutely zero food waste, like I said. And they've been created, tested, and reworked by their professionally trained team of in-house chefs. So... So deliciousness is a guarantee. Nice. In-house chefs—it's like not random.
2: <laughs>
1: it's a guarantee.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: In-house chefs is—they just sound like these guys are just just being held captive. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> Almost like they work there.
2: Mm, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's man. what it is. You're captive. Yeah.
0: Capitalism is the real prison. Uh, so you can try HelloFresh with fifty percent off your first two boxes by using the code Casuals. And we all recommend that you do. Yes.
1: Yeah, Yeah, big fan of them. So huge thanks to HelloFresh. Yeah, they've supported us, so support them. And you'll get a bunch out of it yourself. Yeah. it's great. Now, back to the topic at hand.
2: Uh, One more thing I wanted to say. You mentioning GTA. Yeah. I reckon there would be a, a lot of people who would feel similarly to you that GTA is kind of like the benchmark of what you consider, like what you think about as futuristic gaming before it comes along. Right. Because I had that exact same thing and with all of those games, not that I necessarily like, I hadn't played any of them until five, but I had friends who had them and just seeing it was like, at the time, like I remember GTA 3 being like, it's 3D and you're walking around and it's this whole yeah. city and so your first question is, right, so you can just go into any building and do whatever? Oh, well, uh, well, no. <laughs> yeah. But they're getting a bit closer to that each time. It's yeah. like it kind of expands in a way and now with the online component to yeah. five, it's like, again, getting one step more to this, like, I guess what people have in their head is like the ultimate futuristic ideal of a video game. Right. And it makes me really curious, like, yeah, what, like, it, it feels like it's always kind of like led the way in terms of like open worldy yeah. sort of, and that vision of, how grand things can get. And it just makes me think like, yeah, so six, like what, what's gonna, yeah. Yeah. What's, what's gonna happen. Even Red Dead Redemption 2, which is the next
1: one from them, which like, and that is a whole nother angle on it because that is the interactivity, the open world, the feeling like you're in another world. Yeah. But in a different time period, you get to be in like this whole, this other genre of entertainment. Mm. And that is a whole nother angle on it, which yeah, No Man's Sky is the one that I'm, I'm I keep thinking of because it's before it was released, everyone thought it was going to be the absolute ultimate video game. Yeah, get in a spaceship, fly it through infinite galaxies, infinite planets. Yeah, it's all interactive. You can and it's like. But then Sean Murray lied to you. Yeah, well, <laughs> and like I really like it still, but people people had this. A, like incredibly unattainable idea yeah, of what yeah. it could be. I think because, I mean, what people were looking for in that was more structure. Like yes. they weren't
0: looking for what it was giving yeah. of this infinite thing. It, the people want, uh, no, I just want
1: infinite heaps of good games I've already got. Sure. People well, people wanted like what it is. And then on top of that. What it is, my dude. <laughs> the impossibility of detail, curation and artistry yeah. Yeah. on in these infinite worlds and infinite planets and infinite, you know, caves and cliffs and mountaintops.
0: World of Warcraft hit closer to that in terms of effect. Sure. I mean, not scale, but effect. Yeah. You know.
2: There was a good three months there where No Man's Sky was, like, actively being pushed by... Yeah, blogs and websites and everything is like this is going to be everything to everyone yeah. <laughs> all at once. This is going to be a universal consciousness that you tap <laughs> yes. into, and then your head just explodes in a beam of light, and yep. then the
0: first piece of art that everybody likes. Yeah, yeah. it really felt yeah. that way.
2: Like it. It and it's not. Of course, it got crushed under the weight of that. Like yeah, how could it not? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like I guess Breath of the Wild is. I'm trying to think because. Uh, Have you not played Red Dead One? Is that a situation where if you go into a town, are there are there buildings there that are just for show that you can't go uh, into? No,
0: but they're pretty. Oh, actually, in the city, yes, yes, yeah. that city oh, bit like yes. to the northeast, yes.
2: Because I think Breath of the Wild might be the one thing where you can go. It like it, I mean, this is the case because the villages are quite small, yeah. But you can go into every building that exists in the game. You can go into yeah. every mountain that you see. You can get up like every. Yep. Every square inch of that game you can inhabit as the player. The Witcher The Witcher
0: Three came pretty fucking close to that. And too. Red
1: Dead Redemption, like up until the city, which is quite near the end, it's basically like if if Zelda had a big city in the center yep. that you couldn't interact with, but everything else it kind of did. And it kind of yeah. it kind of did. Yeah. So it, because you have had so much freedom and interactivity. Throughout the rest of Red Dead. Yeah. Having a few city buildings that you couldn't go into, you don't care. Yeah, no, totally. But it's also,
2: it's the other thing where it's like someone going to, about GTA 3. Oh, can you go into any building? Yeah, right. No. Oh, well, it's not truly free. It's like. Do you want to go into every building? Yeah. Like yeah. what you want to just fucking walk up forty flights of stairs and just like have a peek at yeah. all the offices? Yeah. Like can you also wouldn't you do l- this if you could. Can yeah. you
0: play it and can a man expect to earn the sweat <laughs> of his own brow? <laughs> <laughs>
1: then it is not truly free.
2: <laughs> yeah. But it's
1: like before now, you couldn't drive a car around a yeah. city and <laughs> yeah. like jump yeah. over an aeroplane. Now you're nitpicking, you can't go into every yeah. building.
2: I mean, it's just kind of a bit of human nature, isn't it? It's like Marcel going like I mean, you know, I, I sort of thought I'd be able to tell the difference between a human and a robot <laughs> by now. Yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah,
0: Well, speaking of never uh, living up to expectations, yes, and uh, appreciating what you do have. Yeah. Uh, our third question comes from Thomas. If both of you, I used to work with him, by the way. Hi, Tom. Uh, well, at, in the same place. I didn't work. With, we worked oh, with different companies. Right. If both of your arms got chopped off, what games would you still try to play, and how? Dance Dance Revolution is the obvious one, I feel sure. like. That is mainly foot sure. based anyway.
2: Yeah, so what are you... So you're going to have to go... I mean, VR would probably be good, but it would need to be one that doesn't use the move yeah. thing. Or you could have a system where you're like that uh, bad uh, improv game. Sorry, like that improv game <laughs> where you've got your arms behind your back and someone else has like got <laughs> yeah. their arms through. Yeah. So they're holding the move for you, and you'll be Fuck. able to see it in your vision.
0: The ultimate so. couch co-op. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) Good luck doing that on a couch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, no, we have to sit
0: down to do this (laughs) one. Some (laughs) kind of sex
2: swing operation to (laughs) get that to be viable. This has always been
0: interesting, like, uh, games for people who have physical disabilities. Yeah. Right. Because, like, they've made controllers that you can use with one hand. Yep. But, I mean, that's a pretty specific one. Like, there's a guy on YouTube who's played through Ocarina of Time and he's blind. Yeah. I thought that was really cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. Actually, I read about him... I don't know if it's the same uh, – I think it's – maybe it is the same guy. He um, he did the same thing with Abe's uh, Odyssey. Right. Oh. And he talks about how like the sound design in that is such a big part of it for wow. him because you can tell the different different terrain makes different noise. Yeah. Anything that's going on on the screen, like the bad guys make sort of specific yes. sounds. Yeah. The, and I mean there is a very obvious – I mean they are they – are Blind aren't they, or they can't see very well because you can hide from them very easily in smoke. Uh, no, they can see you. Yeah, no, right.
1: they can see you. Yeah, yeah.
2: But there's a thing the where you're... your d- things. Yeah, the you
0: can,
1: you can, like you just go behind in a shadow and they can't see you. Right. And if you're above them, they yeah. won't notice.
2: you. Yeah. And you're you're flicking those little your coins or whatever yeah. your little things little that peanuts. make noises. It's all very like it's really really sound based mm. and yeah, it did it did kind of freak me out to think about that. Like if something happened abruptly to me, like yeah. Fucking not being able to play games would... I feel like most other things would be a hassle, but I could make do. But yeah. you, know, you wouldn't be able to play games you, a- at you all. You kind like of like yeah. ideally
0: need f- full use of... Well, not all your senses. You don't need to smell a game. That's what I thought games would be like when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, smell a vision But yeah, it's... would be up to
2: Fartman 6 by now. <laughs> yes. There's
0: not a hell of a lot. There are a few of the like, games that have been made that are specifically dr- audio-driven. Too, that you right. can, yeah, right, are designed to be played if you only can hear them.
1: I mean, if I didn't have any hands, I'd use a mouse, I'd play strategy games, maybe you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'd have a mouse in my mouth and I would click it with my teeth. I, I, I would
0: <laughs> get into adventure games and stuff like that and just have someone else play them. Yeah. And just <laughs> make, make, point. make the decisions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Telltale games. Yeah. That'd be, be great. You know, that'd be the one that YouTube would be perfect. playthroughs of games. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Cause I just watch stuff. movies. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, play games anymore. I would become one of those people who's fucking amazing at dance, dance revolution. <laughs> yeah. Which nice. is probably hard to dance without your arms. Oh, tell that to the Irish. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Uh, be
2: th- the next time you're in an arcade and you see someone with no arms on a Dance Dance Revolution machine, <laughs> yeah. you're like, "I see what's going on here." Yeah. Nice,
1: <laughs> flatly VR, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Lord
1: of the Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I never played. I don't think I've
0: ever played Dance Dance Revolution. Me neither.
1: I have no desire to. I don't like to dance.
2: I think I have yeah. once and gone. Yeah, never again. <laughs> Me on it, this.
0: It yeah. seems impossible for the way my brain works to figure it out. Right. Uh, how to dance in public (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. nothing quite like
2: see any of those machines the drumming ones any of those ones that are in arcades nothing like being present for a couple of people turning up and just absolutely owning the machine yeah like it's a sight to behold where it's like they they just seem like they're they're able to operate in slow motion while the rest of the world goes at full yeah. speed. Yeah. This like guy's
0: incredible. It's like I'm in the Chicken Payback video. Yes, <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Wow,
1: <laughs> go and watch it. It's a great song it as well. Is a great uh,
0: movie, yeah. Our fourth and final question for today. Yes, uh, we're we almost out of time. Certainly are. Uh, is from Geraldine. What is the? Bi- and I think this is really interesting. We each have to pick a our favorite game. Okay. Uh, what <laughs> is what is the biggest flaw in your favorite game of all time? Ho, ho, ho. So first of all, what would each of our favorite games of all time be? Yeah.
2: Fuck.
1: Good Good. lord
0: well
2: i uh, yeah we've said it heaps on the show but yeah breath of the wild and it's and it's um system of how you cook and those little things where you have to like great anything that anything that is like the best thing of it is that it's so immersive but then the way that you do stuff is by pausing freezing time and scrolling through a very kind of basic bland menu mm. Especially in Breath of the Wild's case
0: of adding each apple to your hand individually. Yeah. Like, when you can immediately go, why not, why not, let me just pick five. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. When you can straight away go, I know how to do this. Yeah. Better. But you
2: can't do it all in batches. The fact that they never changed that or got have to a be menu, very frustrating as time went when on. When
0: you come up with a recipe once, have a recipe book. Yeah. And then you can just remake them and if you've got the items in your inventory, they come out and it happens. Yeah. I, I you know what I like? Yeah. I
2: didn't mind so much the fact that you had to remember like, 'Cause you can almost look at that as like a deliberate design choice of like, well, he doesn't have a recipe book with him. Yeah, like right. I I kind of I, I mean kind he's got of got a big fucking iPad. <laughs> that's <not> very <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was able to kind of rationalise it that way where I was like, okay, this is like a this kind of fits the vibe of survival, but not being able to just go put do eight of these it was just at so once. Slow. Yeah. yeah. It, it just took yep. forever for a thing that's like you know, yeah, I like, uh, yeah, I, I like watching the little animation and everything. I'm, f- it just was like this is taking me out of it and is not really meant to be the point because yeah. everything takes ages. In that, I've walked here for ages. I'm about to climb for ages. Like, streamline this. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, that's probably that's that's the that's the main one of recent memory that jumps to mind yep. mm. for me. What's the biggest flaw in Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my favourite game. Um, I wasn't
1: even thinking about that. I was thinking about Red Dead Redemption. I was thinking yeah, about right. some of the saving, the having to lay the tent down and all that kind of stuff. The mechanic wasn't quite perfect. Honestly, the biggest having flaw it about it is that it's not been remastered and is on the PS4. Yeah, having to bend down and skin all the
0: animals and that taking a little bit of time. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty time-consuming. Some of the stuff in Mexico felt like filler. Yes, yeah. As well, some yeah. of those the missions. The pacing was a little bit off, I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah, l- yeah, the pacing of the story, because it was a great main story the best one that rockstar have done yeah and that's true actually it slows down in mexico then ramps up way too qu- quickly at the end i think and i loved the bit after the first end yeah where you're in the ranch and everything so yeah uh, yeah the pacing of that i think is a big flaw um do you want to pick one for final fantasy
1: 7 yeah f- oh geez it is a very convoluted story also kind of racist treatment of the black character in it <laughs> so that's right. probably that, the so biggest that's
2: flaw. that's Behind the convoluted story for you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, no comment.
2: <laughs> it took ages to get to the racism. Oh, I guess and also the racism itself, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: literally, that one has a chance to redo it. Yeah. Redo all of their stuff. Like, uh, w- uh, yeah, I guess... Oh,
2: God, wait for the outcry if they... Yeah. They're damned if they do and damned if yeah. they don't. Yeah, totally, totally. But
0: they are fucked either way. Um, <laughs> yep,
1: that's another way of saying what Tommy said. <laughs>
0: yeah, but... It's a f- more fun way to say. True. I'm also maybe trying to stall so I can think of what my favorite game is. Yeah, time I was. really struggled with that. Because there's like different ones in different contexts. I
1: was thinking Bioshock Infinite, the way that the combat is not very good and it also isn't yeah. very. It doesn't gel with the story particularly well either.
0: It's
2: interesting though. That's how another som- great
1: one for if you play it when the DLC is already out, mm. it's a better game. Yes, yeah, yeah.
2: It's interesting too for how something that like. It, you know, the cooking thing I was saying in Breath of the Wild, in any other game, that would kind of probably be a big enough reason for me to just like not like it at all and not continue right, with it. Like right. a little mechanic that in any other game, y- that you can have like a pretty big complaint about something. Yeah. Yeah. Like you saying, oh, the pacing of Red Dead Redemption and the story is a bit. It's like, yeah, that that's that. Hearing that in isolation sounds like, oh, so you don't like it? But it's <laughs> right. like, no, it's still my favorite thing ever. Yeah. yeah. It just is like. We've had this to big floor is there yeah um, and
1: it's not even that bit like we're being nitpicky because of the for question the sake of it yeah yeah I, I maybe the first
0: Deus Ex is my favorite game what about Metal Gear Solid Three isn't that like it could be Metal Gear Solid Three all right I'm gonna do those two okay Deus Ex is. Fucking like clunky and and just like awkward and glitchy, right? In some point, but not really. <laughs> That's yeah. But then it, it it's got a little bit of filler too, and I think if you played it today, the voice acting
2: is kind of dopey, and, right? And that sort of stuff. Like it just hasn't aged well. But I guess maybe maybe the qu- if I was gonna rephrase the question, wh- like a game that you love in spite of the fact that it has yeah. a glaring flaw that in anything else would I, well, mean that you. Stop playing it. Yeah, but here
0: yeah. it is for Metal Gear Solid 3. That game is awkward as fuck to control. Right. right. It, 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 it had an outdated form of control. And then they changed the camera and everything in the subsistence version, which was like the re-release. Right. Uh, so it was to the point where they, when they put the game back out, they were like, we can't put it out like this. Yeah, Because right. it's not like the original top-down version of it is a little archaic. Uh, to play, and the bosses
1: are uh, not really.
3: Metal Gear is, a, is
1: is a tough one because it's such an idiosyncratic series. Yeah, in as a as totally a whole. like
0: it's like saying like oh the floor in her face is that mole, but it's you know that b- actress where the mole is like the thing. Yeah, yeah. Picasso you know I mean? couldn't
1: draw faces properly.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, if you were going to answer this about any game on the Nintendo sixty four, it would be the the camera. Yeah, the camera yeah, right. is terrible. Any right. platformer, right. the yeah. camera is terrible, and at times makes it so that you die extremely unnecessarily. What about right.
0: this in the f- few minutes we have left? Yeah, this version of the question: mm. Is there a game without a flaw?
2: Oh no! D- did you bring that up because we have like two seconds left?
1: No, no. We've we've got we've got a few minutes. Um, I mean, I honestly, before I started picking apart Red Dead Redemption, I probably would have said, yeah, like. Because the pacing's fine. It's like it's just slightly off. And it for the time that the mechanics that I have an issue with that were slightly glitchy or not perfect were really... It was a nitpick. You really had to be looking for a problem to be annoyed by it. Yeah. Like, it, it's 99% perfect. Probably
2: Tetris. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't like the whole Russia thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it has to start speeding up. Yeah, no,
0: Tetris Tetris is probably... <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Mario 1? Mar- Mario 1, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, oh, I'll tell you a game without a floor. Pilot Wings. Very good. Because you're up in the sky, you motherfucker. Oh, the There's floor. no floor, you yeah, son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I heard <laughs> yeah. you. Um,
2: yeah, I, I mean, the other thing is, like, it's hard for us specifically to answer because we're like we haven't played every game (laughs) uh
1: we haven't played every game
2: (laughs) we're in the
0: business of nitpicking now exactly exactly
2: like that what i said about zelda if i wasn't in a position where i was like coming in to discuss it in this way i i maybe it wouldn't have jumped out at me like maybe i wouldn't have noticed and maybe i wouldn't have played other stuff that makes that stuff a bit more streamlined where I go, oh, yeah. this does stick out now. Like, it may well have been the one thing I played last year if I wasn't doing <laughs> a podcast. Yeah. About the I think there's
0: probably a racing game that I would, like, maybe, like, Ridge Racer 1 or some shit right. like that, you know? Like, maybe, maybe, like, Street Fighter 2. Sure.
1: That maybe doesn't have... But then you can say, I would say, subjectively, I didn't like the way it controlled yeah, as right. compared to Tekken. Yeah. Yeah. But that is... Completely. Suggest- to me,
2: Mario Kart 8 is pretty flawless. Yeah. Yeah. But c- then, if you're someone that loves online, you can't voice chat. Yeah. You can't yeah. do all this stuff because it's a Nintendo game. But as a, a but as a fun racing game. There's not really anything wrong with it. I honestly
1: think Tetris is probably the pick.
2: Tetris is the 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 flawless game. So There you go.
0: The Filthy Casuals best game of all time, Hellblade, (laughs) Senua's Sacrifice.
2: (laughs) 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 All right. We Uh, we better wrap it up. We did it, guys. Now we've only got to do this another three times in a row. I actually really
1: liked this. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, if you've
0: got any questions, Filthy Casuals. Dot pod at gmail.com is our email address. Yes. Yep.
1: Um, chuck them as comments on the this episode on Facebook on yep. our, on our Facebook page as well. Yeah. We got to four. Yeah. This time. So.
0: And, and yeah.
2: Look. Try. You've heard what you've heard what good content comes out of. Yeah. Try to not make them. What's your favorite game series? <laughs>
0: <Like> <laughs> yeah. But they, you know, there's some. I don't know. But assume yeah. that we've thought of that question, yeah, yeah. yeah. and oh also yeah. have yeah. talked about it multiple times <laughs> on this. <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, th- th- yeah. This was good. So stuff like this is uh, is kind of uh, what's yeah, the your credit card number? Done. Yeah, yep. that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Six. Nine. (laughs) Nine. (laughs) Wow. You got one of the first credit cards. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Guys, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, filthycasuals.com.au for information about all this stuff that we have coming up as well as our Patreon. Yes. uh, Links to all that sort of stuff.
0: There will be a new Bandcamp premium episode up by the time, uh, between when you're hearing this and the next episode.
2: Oh, yeah. So keep an eye on the socials for that. Yeah. should we say what it was? It was. Uh, I it don't know. It
1: was extremely fun to do. Yeah. yeah. And like this episode, we got to talk expansively about some things we haven't talked
2: about before. Yeah. Why don't you want to say what it is? I guess we can. I'm not saying let's do it now. No, let's <laughs> do the whole thing again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the what is it? It's the history of uh, MS. Like it's a. It's a. It's our personal favorite MS DOS games. Yes. Yeah. And yes. then we
0: sort of tried to make a top five that if you were going to play them tomorrow, would still be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
2: games from sort of like, yeah, early 90s, MS-DOS era. So, a lot of stuff that we've never... Like, a lot of games that we've never talked about on the show before in a kind of era of gaming that is... Kind of very removed from yes modern sort of stuff. Uh, we
1: should and also say we talked for like almost an hour in that band camp about the context of us playing DOS games, what yeah. they are, yeah. how they were available. So if you never did, we kind of try to lay it out and give yeah. context for it. It, as it, well. it was
0: a lot. M- it was fun. To yeah, do. it was. Really yeah, it's, fun.
2: Re- it's really fun. A lot of different games mentioned in there, and yeah, it's especially for any younger listeners. Yeah, because yeah, PC gaming is now just kind of runs parallel as kind of a, m- you know, more souped-up version of console gaming, but yep. it, there was a time where it was kind of a completely different thing. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so you might enjoy a bit of a history lesson from three three old farts. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, that's coming out on the Bandcamp soon, so keep an eye on that. Uh, guys, thank you very much for listening, and as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals...
0: Uh, my favourite console was the Atari Lynx, and the only flaw with my favourite console, the Atari Lynx, I didn't own two of them. <laughs> my only flaw. Nah. Let me take that again.
1: Uh, no. (laughs) This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up.